What's happening, y'all? And thanks for tuning in to Pod That with the George War Brothers. We're just two brothers talking sports. And I'm Sammy, and with me is my big brother, George. What's going on, man? Ready for the NBA playoffs. We talked NBA playoffs. We talked a little bit of, uh, what did we start with? ABA, NBA merger, history, and money, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken, big money deals, big cash deals that the NBA had. Um, and it's actually a story about brothers. Yes, oddly enough. Oddly enough. It wasn't on purpose, technically. So yeah, the brother story, um, it was a good one. We gave our our thoughts on the NBA playoffs as well. A little bit of a shorter podcast. We were on a time crunch today, but uh, we didn't go series by series. Um, but we, we probably touched on every series a little bit. So not Absolutely, too bad. Man. Hell yeah. Well, you can find us at pod that on all platforms um, and at the sports on tap or the sports on tap.com. Check us out there. Please share it. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your boyfriend, tell your girlfriend, tell your everyone, tell your friends, to tell tune the mailman. In, check out the website. Who else? The mailman. Tell the mailman. Mailman drives around a lot. They need podcasts. That's why. Exactly. Tell your mailman. No, tell your Amazon truck driver. Dri- yeah, I mean, the mailman drops mail. Just put put our podcast in every mailbox in the country, mailman. I should probably do that. That's illegal. I'm not I'm not recommending it. It was illegal for me to do it. So Yeah, but not for the mailman. That's his job. Yeah. But I was I was I just said I'll do it, but it's not a good idea. Yeah. Not a good idea. No, no. Enjoy basketball this weekend and enjoy the podcast. Uh if you guys want timestamps, there'll be timestamps in the description on uh, each topic. So much love. And uh, George, What's that, man? I hope they enjoy the podcast. Hell yeah. Enjoy it. Peace. What's going on, George? Hey, how you doing, bro? Doing good. NBA finals time. Not NBA finals. NBA playoff time. I was going to uh, say, did I sleep through the whole entire NBA playoffs? Sometimes I do those type of things. You never know. Big nap guy. Uh, NBA playoffs are kicking in. Play on game, playing games are pretty sick, and uh, we're here. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, before we talk about that, we're going to do our classic. What we do before every podcast, George, is called icebreakers, and we just break the ice with some random cool stories. And I'm going to start with this one that I brought up to you yesterday, which yep. was I don't know what was going on in my head. I think it was, I was listening to a podcast of somebody talking about. Um, how the NBA got tired of David Stern and owners were getting tired of David Stern, right? And how they moved on to Adam Silver, more player-friendly, blah, blah, blah. And I called you and I was like, hey, man, this might be a dumb question. And I, I you know, it, it, I don't think it was that dumb of a question now I think about it, but it was like, who really owns the NBA, right? Because usually, you know, they have 32 owners or 30 owners, whatever it is. And usually most corporations have like a couple owners, right? Right, you know, correct. Couple owners own each team, even so. I was very confused, and uh, we got into that discussion, I guess. Yeah, and you know, all thirty-two teams own a portion of an M- the NBA of the one thirtieth of the NBA. But then I told you, Sammy, do you, have you ever heard of what happened with the ABA and how they used to, the old owners used to make a lot of money? And you said no, so I kind of had to tell you all about it. So. Um, Back well, when the, can you, can we make just quick time out? I mean, yeah. imagine if we were in a real conversation here, you would still tell me what's up with the NBA. So, like, I just for told me, you, they're one the teams are one thirtieth owners of NBA. But is that all how it works? Literally, you're just saying like, if I'm Mark Cuban, I just literally own one thirtieth of the NBA. Yeah, you own a slight like if it's a big pie, you own a piece of that thirty piece pie. I'm more of a pizza guy, though. So if it's a pizza, you own one slice of that pizza. Interesting. 
Well, yeah. Seem, seems too seems too uh what's the word? Seems too simple, but I like it. Go yeah, ahead. It is simple. But then we started talking about something that you had no idea about, and that's about the two there was the NBA ABA merger, right? So the M- the ABA, I'll make this as quick as possible, uh had I think I'm trying to see Five, four, five, six teams at the end of the ABA, other than the ones that actually dissolved. So, uh, yeah, the New York and Nets, now the New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets, the San Antonio Spurs, Indiana Pacers, Denver Nuggets, Virginia Squires, and Kentucky Colonels. Uh, sorry, seven teams in the St. Louis Spirit. So the NBA took over the uh, New York Nets became the New Jersey Nets. The San Antonio Spurs joined the NBA. The Indiana Pacers joined the NBA. The Denver Nuggets joined the NBA. The Virginia Squires folded. And if, then, if you want a briefing of this, watch Semi-Pro. Yeah, so the Virginia Squires folded, and that left the Kentucky Colonels, owned by John Y. Brown, the president and major- majority owner of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and um, the two two brothers who owned the St. Louis Spirit. So the NBA offered both of those uh, teams three million dollars to say hey we're you guys aren't in the NBA anymore see you later bye bye uh, the Kentucky Colonels said sure fuck it uh, took the three million dollars and put it in their pockets uh, the St Louis Spirit said fuck you NBA we're gonna do our own deal so what they did was they came up on a deal that they would get one seventh share of each of a former four ABA teams for NBA media rights, which amounted to like basically 57% of one full share, which for perturity, I can never say that word. Okay, just make it simpler, George, just make it simpler. So if I was like, just like, hey, explain it. Simple terms, uh, dumb it down for me. You get one seventh share of the media rights forever of one full team. So not a full (laughs) team. So you get basically one seventh of a right of a team. So like let's say instead of owning one thirty two, you own like one ninety ninth of a team, right? In the media shares. So that was in the nineteen late nineteen sixties, all the way until two thousand fourteen. They made three hundred million dollars of TV revenue. So their three million dollar gamble paid off to three hundred million dollars, and the NBA got tired of paying them. Over and over and over again, the two brothers were 69 and 80 years old, Daniel and Ozzy. Uh, so the NBA offered them $500 million to say, get out of here. You don't get anything else anymore. They took the deal. So they ended up making $800 million out of that uh, out of that $3 million deal. Oh, there's some smart brothers right there. Speaking of a, we're a brother's podcast, so it's very interesting how it, uh, the, the story obviously came back to relate about brothers, which is which is fun, but that's true. The NBA obviously probably was concerned long, long term. If this is something they pass down to children or whatever, if TV revenues go up the way they have exactly. in sports, eventually it's going to surpass these number, this five hundred million that you're going to give them in one time. So I think the NBA probably just said, "Screw it, take the money, and let's get out of this like long term like death trap of a deal." But at the end of the day, I, I think I was telling you, I think it's, I mean. If I was them, that's smart. Just take the five hundred million. At the end of the day, they probably were like, "Okay, what well, you said?" There was one of them was like sixty nine, right? Let's say and the other one was eighty. Okay, yeah. So like at some point, you're like, "Let me take some of my like fun right now, at least for ten years of my life. Get feel what it feels like. 
you spend two, three million dollars a year for the next 10, 15 years, and you can still leave back a shit ton for family, put it in yep. some investments. At the end of the day, like I would have done the same thing. I would have ended up taking this deal. But it had to be somewhere around that, like five hundred million dollars. Yeah, and but look at the difference, right? Like, and there's the other team, the Kentucky Colonels, who uh, was owned by Kentucky Fried Chicken, and sure, they ended up doing good business on another sense by, by doing Kentucky Fried Chicken. But like, as that guy, that founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, being such a good businessman, this was a very bad business deal for him. Was he already the owner of Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yes. <laughs> Or did he become the owner, therefore, after getting that money? No, no. I mean, he he was able to be an ABA owner because he was the Kentucky Fried Chicken owner. Like, that's how he bought an ABA team in the first place. Okay, you don't know that. No, that's what no, that's what the thing said. I understand. You're saying it yeah, like yeah. I'm asking. I'm saying that there's – you don't know. No, no. Oh, I don't know. But no, he could, have been, it could have been passed down to him. So I was like, I don't know. Sure, so, sure. But, yeah, that was his only bad business decision, it seems like, but was not taking the de- – working out a deal to get more money. He doesn't care, though. Because no, no, it ended up working out. Yeah, he he has enough money where it probably doesn't matter. But yeah, this all came about from this weird ass conversation that I had with you yesterday. But I, you know, sometimes you just have those questions that pop up in your head for no reason. Uh, always, man. That's a, that's what happens to me all the time. Especially like with us, we work a lot of times by ourselves. You kind of just like kind of go down the rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, my icebreaker. It's one second, <laughs> and okay. it's and it's NBA playoff time. So it, you happen to listen to a lot of NBA podcasts, and like everybody talks about owners all the time. And my head went ahead and was like, "I have to know who owns NBA teams." But that's all I wanted to say. So go ahead, you guys. All right. Well, I want to make mine really short. Or you know what? Let's skip my icebreaker today. No, just go for it. Uh, it's. I mean, we don't. We have a limited time on today's podcast. We'll leave it for another one. All right. Well, um, if that's the case, then we're just going to talk some NBA playoffs. And uh, the first thing I'm going to bring up about the NBA playoffs, George, is, as you know, we didn't want to do a podcast just guessing every single round because there's too many podcasts that probably sit here and guess every single round. Yeah. I mean, I guess in general, like that's a content game where everyone, you know, copycats other people's. I want to say copycat because it's like it's ESPN, right? I think in general, we have gotten to the point where people are so used to that content that they think you that's the type of content you have to make, right? Because you watch ESPN, they go basically, all right, here, let's do a bracket. And then you go series by series. So we've been, I, I was thinking about this a little bit more, and I'm like, you're so accustomed to doing it that way. People are so accustomed to listening to it that way that it's kind of boring, right? I mean, if you actually think about it, like the reason ESPN has to do it is they're on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They got to fill in some time with something. Like if we were on 24 hours, I'd probably have to fill out a bracket live at some point. Yeah. Well, I think in an ESPN sense, sometimes it makes more sense because you can do these like you have these immaculate graphics and music and production where I could sit up on like their sick ass set and be like, pump the music. I'm going to give you a two minute bam, bam, bam. Here's who's winning and like make it into a production yeah. on podcasts. It's like I could do that, but it'd be very just like, and so with the one seed versus the eight seed, I'm taking and it's a little and we got the highlights popping up behind you. So I understand why it became such a common thing to sit back on a podcast, a show, and just like blabber out all your your picks, which at the end of the day, 
you can end up giving all your picks in many ways. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, websites. You go to the sportsontap.com, you might see like, oh, somebody writes a prediction article. So we decided that we're just going to talk about the playoffs and we might end up touching on every single series when you have a natural conversation. And sometimes you don't, you know, that's, and that's kind of the beauty of just having a conversation about basketball. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to start our whole conversation today, George, basically talking about this playing game because obviously it has a lot of implications. Um, I, well, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of skipping over the East side. I'm talking more about the West right now where that, right. That Warriors-Lakers game changed a lot of shit for a lot of teams. I mean, the Phoenix Suns had the best season in 11 years since being beat by, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers in the uh, yeah, Conference Western Conference Finals just to be gifted this beautiful platter of LeBron James and AD. Oh, we got the two-seed hot season. Guess what? NBA is gifting you LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The, the, the Suns got fucked by this. Well, it's not even about the playing game. They most Because... You know, I mean, they would have played the Lakers either way, but they just got so screwed over this year by the Lakers being hurt. But I'm just saying the playing game could have changed things. I mean, like how thankful would the Suns have been for the playing game if the Warriors won? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they'd have to play Steph Curry and a, a team that's also like, you know, Steph Curry for some reason just seems like he always does well against Chris Paul. It's kind of like Chris Paul's kryptonite. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is here more that. The playing games have been fun, kind of, right? I mean, we've had, what, four playing games so far? One, two, three, four, five playing games so far. Four of them have been absolute shit. And now we're waiting for the sixth one tonight between Memphis and Golden State. And hopefully that's exciting. But they actually haven't been as fun as we thought. Um, as far well, as Phoenix, technically, though, Technically, the Spurs-Grizzlies game came down to a two-point game. On the wire, but true, I guess. Um, Anytime the Spurs are involved, there's a reason I said I'm skipping over all the games and I'm talking about the Lakers Suns because I I didn't find use of even bringing up the other games because they really don't matter. Really, when when you have the seeds that you're expecting to win, win. I mean, it ended up being the Celtics Wizards. What do you know? And it's probably going to end up being the the the, uh, Lakers Warriors. Oh, the same team. So like that's why I kind of skipped over it. I just think. The Lakers Suns was the only series that, or the only game to me that you said, "Oh, do they?" Yeah, this I'm, I can I would if I'm the if I was coaching or I'm running the Suns, I bet you on everything I own that they would have rather probably played Draymond and Steph over AD and LeBron in the first. Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they wouldn't, but I just don't think like it's like, oh man, well, yes, we're playing Steph. That's all. And my thing is, though, in general, like, man, yeah, Phoenix, you gotta feel bad for them. If they win this series, though, don't you have to like say, man, maybe they're the favorites to actually come out of the West? Like, in a weird way, I almost feel like this Lakers Sun series is the Western Conference Finals. I know it's not, but in a weird sense, like, I think the winner of this series to me, I, the rest of the rest of the NBA Western Conference playoffs, I'll probably pick them to win every series. Yeah, I actually I made a little YouTube video before our podcast, kind of talking about mm-hmm. this, and I. While I say the Suns got fucked, I think this is potentially the Lakers' hardest series in the West, um, and that's that's not that does not mean I think the Suns are maybe better talent wise than all these other teams. But we got to remember the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble when they were really good yep. and added Chris Paul, and then 
once they added Chris Paul, they became this great team that made this amazing run. I think this is the toughest series for the Lakers for two reasons. One, Chris Paul's a vet. And if he's healthy, the you know, and the way they're rolling in the first, like coming into this playoffs, it's a tough ass series or a great team. And number two yeah. is LeBron usually has four or five games under his belt, you know, before the playoffs. He went from like a game here, a game there, hurt my ankle again, a playing game where you had to play down the wire, and now you face a rested Suns team. I'm just saying LeBron's probably not as 100% as we are used to seeing him going into the playoffs. Yeah, but I think you're doing what everyone else is doing too. And you're just like, and I know you don't, you're not meaning to do this, but you're just like, everyone is like dismissing the Suns. Like, this is the toughest series for the Lakers. Like, the Suns are the two seed, right? I mean, and it doesn't feel like it. They're actually, Los Angeles is favored in Vegas. And, and for mean? good reason. I did the, just really quick, I just did the opposite of dismissing the Suns. I said, this is the hardest series in the NBA playoffs for the Lakers. For the Lakers, that, because that makes it sound like no matter what happens, they move on. Like, when someone says that, this will be the hardest series for the Lakers in the playoffs. Like, it sounds like... I, I, I'm telling yeah, you what it sounds... That makes no sense, my man. I'm, Here, telling, you what what it's, I'm is, telling you what it sounds like. And no, 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 in general, you are... It makes no sense. Obviously, why? it's pretty clear why it makes no sense, because Lakers are favored. They're the first seventh seed in the history of the playoffs to be favored, okay? Yes, and that's what, what I'm saying. saying is, what I'm saying is, this sucks for the Suns, because... It literally is the hardest opponent for the Lakers. That's doing the opposite of dismissing him. If they were playing the, if the Suns were playing the Warriors, I would I'd say they they're gonna win. If they're playing the Clippers, I'd say they win. Hmm. I'm saying this is the hardest opponent the Lakers are gonna face. And when a team's favored, it's it's fair to talk about them as the favorite. Yeah, and that's my point. You, everyone's being very dismissive, including yourself, on the Phoenix Suns. When you say it like that, it's like this is gonna be the hardest opponent for the Lakers. Like it sounds like, yeah, okay, the Suns are hard, but like, all right, we're gonna, you're gonna get through them. They're gonna get through them, which I agree. I think they're gonna get through them. But you were sounding, it makes people sound so dismissive of what the Suns have done, and it just shows how unlucky the Suns organization is that they haven't made the playoffs in ten years. They're playing the Lakers. They're the two seed. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, this is, this is, first of all, everyone's saying poor sons. That's dismissive of a team. Two, we're saying hardest opponent. They're playing the best team in the NBA. So it's not dismissive of the sons. If there's any team in the NBA that's better than the sons, it's the Lakers. They're defending. Exactly. That's why we are being dismissive of the sons or the two seeds. The Lakers are the seven seed. George. Is it dis- if I say the the Bucks are gonna beat the Heat and the Heat went to the NBA final NBA finals last year? It's not being dismissive of the Heat. The Bucks are the favorite. The Lakers are the favorite against the Suns. That's just how the cookie crumbled. Right. It's unfortunate. I mean, yeah. like it's just being dismissive in my opinion. Like everyone is even like even Vegas, even fans. Like it's like a foregone conclusion to most people that the Suns are losing this series. I mean. No, right? nobody said that, but they're, the, they're they're just not the favorite. So it's not being dismissive if you say that. The, I, to be honest, what I'm saying is complimenting the Suns. If I'm saying the Los Angeles Lakers, who many perceive to be one of the favorites to win the finals, that you're going to be their toughest opponent, that means I think you're the second best team in the NBA or in the West at least. So right. I'm not being dismissive, but I mean, are we being real here or are we not? I mean, at the end of the day, who would you think is going to probably win this year? <laughs> I mean, probably the Lakers. I'm being dismissive of myself. I, I'm, like I'm, like I'm dis- I am being dismissive, and I admit I'm being dismissive of the Suns because I don't. I'm not taking them seriously. I don't think. I think the Lakers are going to win the series, and I feel unfortunate for the Suns that they earned the right to play the Lakers in the first round. Yeah. Well, I guess 
it won't be dismissive. If the Lakers end up winning, it we'd actually end up just being <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> so, way to put that's it. That's why I don't think it's dismissive because I think as long as LeBron's healthy, they're 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 winning that series. And, and like I said, I think it's the toughest one because when you move forward in in this playoffs, man, it's I don't see. And this is why it sucks for the Suns, right? If they if they do end up losing to this Lakers team, moving forward with the Sun, I think the Suns and the Lakers would both beat either Denver or Portland. Yes, I, because I think moving well, forward well, after that, I think the the Suns and Lakers could beat Clippers, Mavericks, or Jazz, whoever it may be. It, so, it, like you said, it does to me also feel like the Western Conference Finals because all those other series are tough teams. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're playing the two toughest playoff opponents head to head first week. Yeah, it, it, we really are. It's going to be a fun series, and in general, uh, I, I I know the Lakers. I'm, we both were saying we think the Lakers are going to win this series. But I really hope the Suns win this series because just like another thing, like health should matter the regular season should matter. And like, I just feel like if the two favorites from the West and East make the NBA finals, the Lakers and the Nets, this is a pretty bold statement. It goes to prove the NBA regular season gives 0% matter. You just get into the tournament. Yeah, sometimes, but I think this year also just, it could be, there's a lot of years that you could just consider things anomalies, right? Because at the end of the day, last year, for example, I think a team like the Miami Heat proved how much the regular season matters, like building something together, right? Because an underdog with young team, young guys. I don't understand that. Sorry, you got to explain it a little more because they okay, left. Miami they Heat, if, if the Miami Heat played zero games together in the NBA Finals and they put Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Jimmy Butler together and to start the playoffs, I mean... They wouldn't. They probably wouldn't win around, right? But maybe. But isn't it? I think last year is a little. I mean, even much more different. I, I. I think the Heat, if they went through a regular season, if it wasn't the bubble, I don't think they would have made the NBA Finals. I think the bubble. They're they're just a good culture and a mentally strong team. I. I think that last year them making the finals proves that the regular season didn't matter last year more than mattered, in my opinion. But I understand where you're coming. Yeah, from I mean, now. I think that's just a good way of purposely seeing it differently. But no, it's, no, it's, it's not good. purposely. I'm just seeing you know, it because I, what I'm saying is it's not a team. We're talking. I said we're talking about anomalies, right? So. Yeah, you can maybe st- throw in LeBron and AD into a playoffs and they win because you're talking about the best and the fifth best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the Brooklyn Nets. We've never seen a team, maybe outside the Warriors, stacked as the Brooklyn Nets with Durant, Kyrie, um, Harden, and even Blake Griffin now playing good out of nowhere. Yeah. They would be anomalies. So I mean, like, True. I don't think you could tell Giannis and Drew Holiday to not play all season and then they would just make the finals because they're a good team. We're, we're yes. talking about two teams that really haven't existed before. That, that's that's why, why I don't like it. That's why I really hate it, right? Because like in general, it's exactly what you said. So you basically would say like the chemistry doesn't matter. Coaching doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. You can just throw together a super team and win. That, that's um, yeah, but also what I'm saying is that's not going to happen that often. So I'm saying it's an anomaly. I hope okay. not. I mean, will it? It could happen more. We saw the my the Boston Celtics do a basic super team. Then we saw the Miami Heat do it. Then we saw the uh, 
the Warriors do it. Now we're seeing we saw the Lakers do a semi super team last year, even though I don't I don't consider that a super team. And we saw Brooklyn do it now. I mean, it seems like every you know now a couple of years we're getting a new super team together. Yeah, but I, I, your, I ri- your like- original thesis was that or conclusion was that the regular season doesn't matter. All those teams you named outside of the Brooklyn Nets this year played full regular season games. LeBron and AD played mm-hmm. a full year together. So right. did the Boston Celtics. So did the Miami right. Heat. The Miami Heat had one of the hottest streaks in NBA. They, they were the close to the second hot 27 wins, right? In a yeah, row. Yeah, the amazing streak. Actually, so, one of the I mean, most underrated streaks in all of sports is that. Yeah. So to be streak. honest, I think what your original statement was that you can't just play no regular season and then win. That's never happened before. Brooklyn Nets winning cool. would probably be like the first time it actually cool. happened. I don't, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, pro- it probably won't. I mean, at the end of the day, the, there's only one team that that could be proven with is the Brooklyn Nets because in all honesty, sure, you could say the Lakers, but the, the Lakers have the exact same roster basically outside of like last Andre year Drummond. And Montrez Harrell, but like the, their core is the same, right? Like, I mean, yeah. the two core guys are the same. I mean, Anthony Davis and, you know, LeBron James. And Kyle Kuzma. And, and Kuzma, yeah. And, and Caruso, who plays every closing minute because of defense. And, I mean, they, they're, the roster is just so similar. That- is there anyone in the NBA who looks like shouldn't be so good on defense, as, as good a defense as Alex Caruso? Hmm. No. No. He, like, Bald looks like, like yeah, he looks like as he my shouldn't girlfriend be said, Who's the dad on the court? I said, yeah. that's Alex Caruso. It'd be like if Brian Scalabrini was a shutdown defender. Yeah, that would look even weirder, though, because he's large. But it's true. <laughs> like I was saying, moving forward in the playoffs, uh, I, I don't know if there's a team that's going to beat either the Suns or the Lakers. You okay. have a Portland and Denver series with, you know, I think Denver's just a little undermanned now with loss of Jamal Murray. And you have, you know, Portland, they've been statistically one of the worst like defenses like in a long time and they did, they don't beat good teams. Yeah, so they, fe- they feast on famine, man. They, they love to like, if you're, if you're a shitty team, they'll, they'll beat you pretty good. I mean, if you're a good team, they're probably not going to do that good. And that's who the Lakers or Suns are facing round two. I feel like, Jesus. They have, uh, I feel like, especially the Lakers, man, like they'll beat either one of those teams. I could see the Suns a young team and Chris Paul maybe gets hurt. Like he usually does in the playoffs. It slows them down, but you talk about the Lakers. That's who they're facing next. And the other side of the bracket. I mean, when I tell you the four teams are going to be on the other side of the West, the yeah. Jazz, hmm. the probably Warriors or Grizzlies, whoever it is after today, the Clippers and the Mavs. Is there anybody where you're like, oh, yeah, that team's, that team's going to the conference finals? I mean, in theory, the conference finals are you mean the NBA finals? Conference finals against the Lakers or Suns. I mean, one of them has to go to the conference finals against the Lakers. I said, is there any team that you're like, oh my God, they're making it to the conference finals? Like, Yeah, they are making it to the conference finals. Oh my gosh. You, why are you so literal today? I, I mean, like, is there a team that you're like, when we read Suns Lakers, we said, I don't think anyone will beat them to go to the conference finals. I'm saying like, out of those You mean to go teams, to the NBA finals? All right. I'm, gonna, I'm right. not even going to move on with this question. Is there a team that stands out to you? Like, oh, they're the ones that are going to make it to the conference finals out of those four teams. Okay. I, that's a weird way to ask it. But anyway, the point is um, the Clippers in theory should. Should the four seed. 
They, okay, but they purposely got the four seed. I'm just saying. I mean, if you, you, I mean, if there's any guy that should, it's Kawhi. I just don't trust the Clippers because their organization is so shitty. So then, what? It's the Jazz. This is what I mean. This was my no, no, question. It's like, is there a team out of those four teams that you look at and say, like, oh, yep, they have the road. They're, they'll play the Lakers in the conference finals. I don't know who out of the Jazz, Clippers, Mavs, Warriors really should win two series in a row. Well, one of them has to. That's why I was kept like confused I by your question. I'm talking about who we think. I'm not talking about literal who's gonna. I know that a well, team's who, gonna win. Who I think it'll be Denver. Denver's on the other side with <laughs> against the Lakers. 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 God damn it! The Jazz. It's gonna be the Jazz, and I'm gonna hate my life. I, I sorry to Utah. I don't want to watch Rudy Gobert anymore, or Donovan Mitchell, who thinks he's Dwayne Wade. So they're the team that you think is coming out to play yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm asking. I was asking, who are you like seeing on that side of the bracket that you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely gonna win two series in a row and play the Lakers? Like, but yeah, I mean, in general, this is like the first fun. This is the first NBA season in general where I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> you know, yeah. usually I feel like if the Nets were healthy all season, I'd be like, yeah, shoe them in, Nets in the finals. And then if the Lakers were healthy, I'd be like, shoe in the Lakers. They're going to the finals. But this year is just. It's it's completely different, man. I it I have no odd. rhyme, no rhythm. And you probably are gonna have that Jazz Lakers conference finals just because, or we're gonna get the battle of, of L.A. Or it's gonna actually happen this time if Paul Jordan Kawhi cool. plays I mean, cool. the right way. They probably should. And then on the East, like it's kind of the same odd scenario because on the East you have this Nets team that never played together, and then you have the Sixers team who's like. It seems like too easy to pick them to make the finals. Like it seems too perfect. And then yes. you have the Bucks, who everyone thinks sucks now, even though they just got a huge upgrade with Drew Holiday. That's why year. they're going to the NBA. That's why they're winning the NBA finals, according to me. Winning is a little bit of a bold statement. Winning. I'm all about bold statements here. And I actually no, I actually believe it. I mean, I picked them three years now in a row. But um to make the no two years in a row to win the finals, three to make it. But I, I actually believe they win the NBA finals this year. I, I kind of like them being under the radar a little bit. I just can't picture Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday beating LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think here's uh, I'm kind of with you on the Bucks going to the finals. Kind of. I'm yeah. Like a part of me is going to, I'm going to say it because I don't want to be the idiot that said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to be the Nets more than anything because okay. if the Nets click, I mean, Ka Kawhi, KD, and Harden, I mean, I mean, I'd be a fool to argue against that. Kyrie. Kyrie. Ky Kawhi. Who'd I if say? It was Kawhi, if it was Kawhi, KD, and Harden, yes, they're winning it. But at least Kyrie's, one of those guys plays defense. And Kyrie is not, is Kyrie's the nut job on this team that it would be nice to like, if you switch them with Kawhi, a little more balanced, even keel. Yeah, true. Uh, I don't want to be the dumb guy that says like they're not making it, and like when they make it, I'm like, why was I so stupid? Like, obviously, right? Now, I think they're gonna make it, but if there's a team that I could, I guess my under the radar is the Bucks. Yeah. Now, if the Bucks played, if the Bucks play anybody but the Lakers. I think they're winning the NBA finals this year. Okay. That's if very fair Lakers way to look at it. in the finals and you have the bucks against actually that's my here. Here it is. If the Lakers win the West, I think the Lakers win the finals. If any other team wins the West, I believe 
the team from the East is going to win the finals. Whether that be the Bucks, the Sixers, the Nets, whoever it is, I think all of them lose to the Lakers. But if you okay. get the Jazz in the that. finals, you get the Suns, the Nuggets, whoever it is, I think the team that's coming out of the East, whether it's the Sixers, Bucks, or Nets, that's, I think that's the team that's going to win. I think it's Lakers or the team from the East, basically. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you said something there, and I just I had to laugh. And it's imagine if the NBA actually ended up with the uh, with the um, Bucks and Jazz. I mean, that they 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 are not letting that happen, right? Yeah, they, they might have to this time. I mean, God, the NBA would have a heart attack. The owners talk about like the worst case scenario for ratings. I mean, it would be pretty bad, right? Utah right. and Milwaukee. No, Utah and Milwaukee. I mean, that'd be, if there's two game sevens, East and West and Milwaukee and Utah are uh, involved. Trust me. Uh, there, there'll be a way that the referees will have to, you know, get involved in some sort. I'm just trying to think of like the worst case scenario for the NBA. It'd be like the Denver Nuggets. No, it'd be the Portland Trailblazers versus the Jazz in the conference finals. Ugh. And then, and then, like, there's nobody bad on the other side. No, it'd have to be Denver, even though Jokic is better than Dame. At least Dame has some, like, appeal, like, mass yeah, appeal. He's, he's a rapper. People like him. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be Denver versus Utah. Oh, my God. The whitest, like, conference finals of all time. Denver yeah. versus Utah. And Just then mountain time zone only. Milwaukee versus whoever. Milwaukee. There's no bad. By the way, that other side of the bracket doesn't have any bad teams, like, cities-wise. It's Philly, New York, Atlanta. Like, how about Atlanta, Philly, Atlanta, uh, Milwaukee, Atlanta would not have like a mass appeal. Like, no one knows, like, national, nationally, like the Hawks. And then you go Milwaukee, Utah in the finals. Yeah, Milwaukee, Utah. That'd be Adam Silver would be scenario. pissed. I would be pissed. Not really. I like basketball, but I just don't want to yeah. see Rudy Gobert. I don't want any French like centers winning NBA finals. What's up with French point and- guards are okay. Tony Parker's cool. What's up with you and, and Rudy Gobert? I just think he's overrated a little bit. Like, okay, yeah, he's the defensive player of the year, but like anytime you switch a screen on him, he will not come up and guard the three-point shooter because he doesn't want to like look bad on his defensive possessions. Like when they played the Lakers, it was horrible. Or they played the Warriors, it was horrible. They'd screen and he wouldn't come out and Steph would hit a three. But why? Oh, because I'm not going to come out and actually play defense against Steph so I don't look bad. I fucking respect it, bro. You got to respect it. You got to respect the grind. He's just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to keep my name good in the news. <laughs> not worth that's, it. That's, that's fair. He already kind of ruined his name respect. with the COVID. He's like, I make yeah. $100 million. I'm not out here to be embarrassed. That's a good point, actually. So that's fair. You got to respect the grind. You got to respect the grind. I always do. Well, George, I guess for me, at the end of the day, like I said, I really think it's going to be the Lakers. And then. They're gonna win. I, I'm. I, I, LeBron just seems like he's on this. You know, I got my eye poked. Oh my god, my ankle. I'm never gonna be a hundred percent again. We have to play the playing game. Like the stories lined up for him perfectly, just like last year at the bubble to win and be like, this might have been. Then he'll say, I had the three toughest championships ever. Remember, he already said he had the two toughest. Now, now three toughest. Three toughest because he'll be like, I couldn't see for two weeks and the pandemic and no, the lack oh, of fans. He'll be like, we had to play in a playing game. And all of a sudden I'm just saying, like, and I'm a big LeBron fan, but I just feel like the story is like, is there? Yeah. He, perfect, he almost perfectly. And then he'll, he'll probably beat like Kyrie Harden and uh, Durant in the finals. And it's like, and, yeah. and if he does, I mean, it's a fucking awesome thing for him. It's yeah. It makes him 
that much closer to MJ, right? One yeah. ring away and beat another super team, whatever. But it, it just doesn't it feel like the storyline is lining up. Yeah, I also feel like his excuses are lining up too. I mean, like too many he, are coming. Yeah, like he's also the guy who's like, oh, yeah, I played in the two toughest finals ever. And then he forgets that he lost the easiest final ever against Dirk in the Mavs, and where he was being guarded by JJ Barea and was getting worked and only scored eight points in game five. Like, I like LeBron James, but sometimes, man, he, he tries way too hard with the narrative. I feel like like the Jordan thing is in his head. Like, I mean, you just tried a little hard with the narrative as well, right there. I mean, like, JJ no, 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 no. Like, three. I'm, I'm just doing exactly what he does. Like, this exaggerate. I won the two hardest finals of all time. You didn't. But the point is, um, the point I mean, one is, of them might have been like, the, like the three-one comeback is technically. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That. Ever. Sure. You won the hardest final ever. You've blown a couple of finals. Just like I feel like Jordan would have done the same thing too if Jordan was chasing someone to become the greatest of all time. When you're chasing someone, you start like making excuses, pressing, talking too much, right? Jordan wasn't really chasing anyone. It was kind of like he was something we've never seen before. So, like, yeah, I think the next guy will also make excuses too. But LeBron is just in that excuse business. Very good at it. Yeah. I think that's a little harsh to say. I think he's more about the storyline more than the excuse technically because it's, I have trouble calling it an excuse when he won the two championships. You know what I mean? If he lost them, it yeah. kind of feels more like when you win, it's hard to be like, oh, that was my excuse for being the world champion. True, true. Okay, that's fair. It, that's it's fair. more like him making these like, I think better word to be like ridiculous storylines, right? Yeah, like, like come on, like, relax, bro. You oh, didn't see three ba- You didn't see three baskets, I promise you. That was that was pretty funny though. Yeah, Steph, I know, but he was serious. He, he thinks he hit the shot over Steph. He points at his eyes and he goes, "Couldn't see." And then after the game, I was seeing three baskets. Luckily, I I saw the middle one. Like, so you saw the yeah. basket. If you so, saw the like, middle one, you know what that means, George. If you saw the middle one, do you know what that means? He saw the basket. He saw, he saw the basket. My favorite is when the best LeBron ever, and we'll end this today, is when uh, LeBron was at, gets swept by the Warriors in the NBA playoffs, never showed any sign of an injury after game four is over, wearing a cast on his arms. Like, yeah, I've been playing with a broken hand the whole entire series. And then there was never word about it again. He didn't have Yeah, because like, his hand wasn't broken. No heel. <laughs> I, I, I respect it. Like I said, just like Rudy Gobert. Sometimes when you get embarrassed, sometimes when something bad happens, just do something ridiculous. People forget about it and you move on. It's respect no, yeah. respect the brand. It's true. Respect the grind, bro. Respect the grind and respect the brand. It's all about branding here. Well, the playoffs are exciting. I'm we'll be on podcasts all month talking about different things. Playoffs are just starting, so we'll really have some more basketball talk rather than just hypothetical predictions in about a, a couple couple days. Saturday Absolutely. and Sunday are stacked, and we're talking 11 a.m. to like Pacific time, 11 a.m. Pacific time to like 10 p.m. of yep. pure basketball on Saturday and Sunday. I'm sure you're pretty excited, and I'm pretty excited too. It feels like an NFL Sunday basketball version. Yeah, kind of. Except I know like a lot of these first round series don't matter, and even though like I try to make them matter, but I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it. This is the one year, though. I disagree again because the Milwaukee Miami is better than we think. Portland, sure. Denver, LA, uh, LA, Dallas, LA, Phoenix. I mean, sure. are you are you saying any of those are guarantees? No, nothing's guaranteed in life. But I'll tell you one thing: I know Denver's not going to make. The, I mean, Portland's not going to make the NBA finals. I know Atlanta and New York aren't going to make the NBA finals. I understand, but you don't know who's going to win the series. True. That just means it doesn't. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay, we know who the true basketball lover is on this podcast. No, I love basketball, but we try to sell this narrative sometimes that, oh my God, the Hawks and Knicks really matter. They don't. See, I see it differently because you know what, George? The Knicks win a playoff series. All of a sudden, guess what happens? Okay, free agents might want to go yeah. there. That, yeah, that's really okay. the only reason Brooklyn is a free agent destination fair. because they randomly made a playoff appearance. Okay, right? okay, fair enough. So may, uh, that's probably the only one exception because no one's going and, to and Denver. You, no one's going to Denver watch or the whole series. based on the playoff series. No, no, and I'm going to watch all the games too. So like, I just try to be yeah. like a little devil advocate. Or just tries to be negative for no reason. <laughs> it's like no, no, I'm just being a devil advocate. Your Knicks like, actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they are cool. So New York they are. Well. Thank you all for tuning in. Episode 710. You can find us at thesportsontap.com and find us everywhere at PodBat um, and at the Sports on Tap on social media. George, this is the Sports on Tap. And this is... The, the Internet's pub. Peace.